With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. All right, everybody, click this, the Kevin Ash Podcast. I'm Sean, he's Kevin. If you're watching us on YouTube, like the tens of thousands of you do every month, more here than any place I know. You know, I had a random thought. What do you think the dirtiest place in your house is? It's, it's not... I've seen statistics on this, and it's not what you're going to think. Like, it's not the toy. It's clean. The dirtiest place in a home is. It can be an item, too, not just the physical home. It's something in your home or, or whatever. The, the dirtiest, then? Can I, I mean, you know, it could, You keep oh, looking down. It's not your dick. It's, it's No, I'm not. I was just thinking my, my mouth is probably the dirtiest thing in my fucking house. <laughs> No, um, I I don't know, man. I'm a I'm a f- kind of a fucking uh, bohemian dude, man. I got I'm not afraid to fucking let let a little fucking filth get around me. I I mean, yeah, I I'm OCD, but like if I kick some drawers off and they sit there a day or two, I ain't gonna fucking scream about it. Just Doorknobs, my- remote controls, and cell phones. Your cell phone is put know, down on every surface. I, I, I clean the fuck out of my cell phone. Do you really? All the time. Fuck well, that's yeah. good because most time I'm talking to you, you're on the bowl. So it's good to know that that shit gets wiped down. No, I, I, I have a whole fucking a ritual on, on that bowl. 
I've learned over the years, you got to fucking, after you fucking drop the deuce, you know, you got to go, you got to go for the wipe immediately because then you can just sit there without, you know, without crustacean. So, but then mm. as you, as your legs start to fucking go numb, you got to scoot your fucking quads off the fucking seat and lean back. If you're a rookie, so you're going to knock the fucking back of the toilet and it's going to fucking clang. You're going to knock that top off. So you start, when you start, are we still talking about hammering off or, or just. No, I'm talking just, about just getting in there because that's. I want to do my business and do my business when I get. I fucking. I go through my, I go through my emails, my fucking text messages. Mm-hmm. I go through everything before I get off the bowl. Because then, then it's just like from there, I'm going to go in. I just bought a brand new piece of cardio equipment. So I got. Uh, pre-core elliptical now so i can do if i wanted to do uh empty stomach uh cardio i can do that but i, I do my metabolic tea in the morning hmm. i do my greens yes well um you do you have a bidet you should invest in a bidet it's 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 the easiest way to clean up i just don't have room for it downstairs in the half bath but you can you can you can um you can build the apparatus into the existing structure. I'm going to send you a link for it. I'm going to get you a bidet for Christmas. You know yeah, but well, my, sho- my, my shoulders are getting so fucked up, man. It's 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 a struggle sometimes to reach back there. And fucking- yeah, man. And and you, you, let's think about it. Your hands should not be involved that much in that process. The, the more you can no. take hand action out of it, no, the better. No, and and the more fiber you have, the you know the less fucking. I like it when I take, you know, my, my morning fucking juice and I can basically fucking blot and fucking there barely be anything. Correct. There. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you I don't, a nice I, solid one. Yeah. I don't want to shit peanut butter. Yeah. When that thing breaks off, it's just issues. But you, you have the bidet. You just blast that shit at it. You so know what I, I did I, one time? This was really troubling. I'll tell you this quick. This was back when I had a Blackberry. They were smaller. I remember. More rounded edges and. So they I was, were, they were encrypted too. I was, yes, exactly. Um, the, uh, I was at work and I'm, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of browsing and, you know, it comes time to, to do the, get the paper going. So I put the phone down somewhere, I get my stuff and I guess I'm in a bit of a rush. I pull up, I wash, I head out, I'm walking down the hall. I'm like, holy shit, I don't have my phone. I, where did I leave the phone? I turn to run back to the bathroom to get it, and I feel a uh, a tapping on the uh, taintal uh, testicular asshole area, and I realize that in preparation to get the paper, I must have dropped the BlackBerry down into my drawers. So when I pulled my fucking pants up, I put my phone up my ass. Had I known, I would have had people like just, I would have had it on vibrate and had people call me all fucking yeah. afternoon. Oh, would have made every meeting uh, much easier to deal with. But uh, yeah, uh, Blackberry in S, first and only time. Didn't request it, wasn't a bedroom activity. See, see now, I, I would, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying that would probably be why your fucking, your phone would be on the list of filthy things. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and I can't make a guarantee that I cleaned it for the rest of the day, I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure. And I don't know who took it to, to check their oh, email. I, I'd have to have a Q-tip and some shit to. That's it. This is what I so I, I read a couple comments uh, this mm. past this past week mm-hmm. from uh, the, from YouTube. 
And somebody said um, that the graphic uh, opening remind them of a grace uh, of a gay sub, sub, seduction, or they, they made some reference to it. And I was just like, you know, I grab you and we we go off. And, oh, because you yeah you kidnap me. Yeah, yeah I, I kidnap you. And um, first off, so what's wrong with that? Exactly. Second of all, twenty three. It's like, okay, I don't see that, but obviously you do. Um, so, Everyone's upbringing was different, clearly. Yeah, I, my socialization process was different, and I don't know. We just, you know, that wouldn't be something that would come up in my mind in seeing that. So, always gives me the gay cruise hookup. Oh. See, the use of fantasy might be... Um, Greg Quinn tipping his hand a little bit right there. Gay Cruise hookup fantasy. I think that word kind of gives us a Eyes insight, without right? a trace. Yeah. So, also a great podcast. That seven returns though between that is is interesting. Um you 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 we're traveling again I hear. You you're you're back on the road this week. Where are you yes, going? Yes, I am going to Lafayette, Louisiana. Gonna have me some crayfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, uh, you now, is this a nice area? I hear that there are some absolutely terrifying areas in in Louisiana. I, I've always liked Lafayette, and, and the the people that run this uh, this con, not that it'll do me any good now because it's will air after I. Yeah, you'll be back already. But <laughs> I, I do it. Wanna... But they're they're really good people. <clears throat> okay. And it's it's a smaller market, and it's kind of, it's, 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 my sound's fucked up. Is my sound fucked up? No, I, I hear you. It seemed like I lost the sound. Um, but, uh, where, where my head's at right now, it's, 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 it's a good thing to do. So. So that's, that's where you will and, have been on Monday when everyone's and I, watching this. And I did not know this, but I will see my friend Jack. Or Mick Foley, Cactus Jack. Yes. Oh, Kane so, yeah. Hodder will be there too. Yeah. He's a nice dude. Is he? Yeah. Mm. Let's see who else we got. Oh. Am I supposed I to we... know these people? We're scrolling through for anyone listening on. Yeah. I know there's 137,000 yeah. listening. Um, we need to fucking. We need to, we need to stop doing this. Put the, take, the, take that down because we need to. We need to be no. more con- cognitive of our uh, of our listeners. See, so I should have been reading the names. This is my fault. This, I dropped the ball just there. I, I, I should have been I, reading and, 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 and I in no way disagree. Right. <laughs> well, Kevin eats a dick. I'll read some feedback <laughs> from last week. Mikey, Mike, God, you talk about co- you talk about cock a lot. Anyone who's not who's never been to our pre-shows, our pre-show meetings, when we do live audiences, it's it's very cock-heavy. Mikey Mike says Kevin would have been, would be, a very very great SNL host. Absolutely, he would be funny in skits as he has shown us all these years during his wrestling career. So, in considering this, I wondered who you'd be cast as. Like, remember they cast Jim Carrey as um, Biden. 
and they had uh, Rudy Giuliani was always played by Kate McKinnon rather brilliantly, I have to say. And uh, who do you think you'd be doing if you were on that, uh, uh, if you guest hosted? I guess Michael Steele. You could do a little, uh, no, you could, uh, you would do, uh, you could do, right now you could do a little Jeff Bridges, I think. I could do Jeff Bridges. Um, Got to give a shout out 25 years to the dude. 25 years. To... Yeah, tw- 25 years. To who? To the dude. Jeff Bridges. What what's his twenty what's the twenty fifth anniversary for? Of his film. Big Lebowski? What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, I was I wasn't a fan. I'll be honest with you. I saw it. Ah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I was I, young though. Maybe I should revisit it. I'll revisit it. Was, it. it was I'm actually old. it was actually on today when I, I went to the barber today and had my hair cut, my beard trimmed for my. Uh, my Louisville, Louisiana gimmick tabernacle. Okay. So do I do I look? Did they I, actually touch the beard? Because it looks it looks like it looked last week. Oh, Did they, they no, get to they, it? No, I mean it, you can probably you gotta you can see it more here. Okay. Yes. There you, know, you go. It, it's mm-hmm. down. When I turn, when I turn, that's a fucking horrible camera angle. Every woman know every woman knows that this is the fucking this is the proper angle you're supposed to shoot yourself. No, from above, right? It's the camera should be above so that you don't get oh, the that's neck what fat. Is, yeah, that's, that's yes, what it's down. It's absolutely, what, that's it right there. Now I look like that fucking one of those planet uh, planet, X, planet X fucking old B, B science fiction movie. You just took twelve years off off your face right there by changing the angle. Absolutely. Would you enjoy watching the rest of the show like this? Sitting on top of your head. Fuck. Oh, um, David somebody, Martinez. Somebody got high again. <laughs> People tended to like last week's show, so whatever went on hey, should, should fuck, continue man. to go on. You know what? I fucking I was um, I was in I was in the zone, and I, I feel like um, the. The pre the the uh, the pregame that we had the extra long pregame today. Yes. All, all, all they did was bring me in on the sweet on the sweet spot where I I went into the sweet spot like right towards the end of the show last show. This show I'm I, I'm You're coming there. in. Yeah, I'm coming. Fuck. Hot. David Martinez, man, my love for Tristan grows as Kevin gives more nuggets about him. Great musician, gamer. Now knowing he loves Mac Miller. I bet he was an interesting cat to hang with. Definitely. I actually definitely at, one, at one point said I said Max. Uh, I think by mistake. Oh, so, instead so, of Max. So, somebody said that. I was just like, you know, CTE. It's you know, sorry. No, it's, it's, don't even fucking. I'm I'm tired of that. That CTE is like the fucking new quad jump. Well, let me drive it into what, the. What was I saying? Then. What was I saying? Exactly. Don't start stuttering. No stutters last week, by the way. I saw you get put over for that as well. Yeah, because I was um, stoned. You know what? When I when I'm stoned, I fucking slow down. Mm-hmm. And my plus, and it gives if that sativa, it just makes you more interesting. I'm sorry. Right. At my age, I need because I sit, I sit and watch fucking. I watch too much fucking news. 
You really do. LX Flowers, haven't laughed as hard as I just did when the image of Kevin Nash, who was the complete opposite of Harriet Tubman, says he was playing her in a deadpan voice. Hey, don't laugh. They may. It's... You know what? Exactly. Then the, the, the next thing you know, like, and the Oscar goes to Kevin Nash, Harriet Tubman. They're going to loosen the, re- the restrictions on playing across race soon. I think I Chris, always I always I, bristled at that for acting because like you're supposed to be portraying something you're not. I don't right. want murderers playing murderers. Um. I, I, I think it's fine. I, I thought Tony Montana, uh, uh, Al Pacino was Tony Montana, was fine. He was cute. He played a Cuban. He wasn't. I just, I guess you can't do that anymore for some reason. Yeah, because Chris Rock covered it. God bless. I'm going to get to him soon. God bless him. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Chris Presnell, you guys have the best podcast ever. Big Daddy Cool is the giant killer. And Sean, the Ayatollah of the interview, drop top Sebring and some 16 ounces. Booyah. I was fucking on our way to Club La Vila, man. I'll never forget that as long as I live. Club, where was this? What city? So we, we land, I think we landed in Pensacola, actually, because that was the only place that had first class. So we, we had to drive to Panama City. And it was that outdoor show, Club La Vila. So Scott had maybe been out of fucking rehab a month. And he's like, oh, fuck, man, it's spring break. So I went ahead and reserved a Chrysler Sebring convertible so we could drop the top and get some fucking rays. So I was coming to Phoenix. I was already, I was tanned. That motherfucker lived in Florida, so he was... So... He had to, he wasn't going to drive from Orlando. So he had, he flew from Orlando to Atlanta, Atlanta to Pensacola. That's what I just did. I did Daytona Beach to Atlanta, Atlanta to Pensacola, Pensacola to Atlanta, Atlanta to Daytona. 
Oh, you have to do to get first class. You have to do that extra stop. There's no, there's no other, there's no flight straight across. Oh, and so you're fucked, and it's like 435, 440 miles. You ain't gonna fucking work a fucking convention on Sunday, sign for fucking four or five hours, and then jump into a car, drive six and a half, seven hours into Bike Week. No. Mm. Didn't seem like. I, I'm thinking to myself, like, even with the amount of turbulence and, and the the fact that you you now can fucking take a correspondence course to become an air traffic controller. Uh yeah. Hold on a second. Uh, yeah, American two twenty five. Go ahead and lay that bitch down on runway uh one oh seven. Hold on a second. Canadian Airway. You're you're taking off on what? One oh seven. American, you need to pull up. There's a there's a Canadian Air coming up your way. Are you fucking me? And then I loved it last night when I watched, and the, and the FAA has a, uh, what was it? It was the FAA like spokesperson that was was talking about how fucked up shit was, as far as an air traffic control, and he was like a, a temporary. He wasn't like the like. Like he was like a temp guy, like he's he's just doing it for right now. And the spokesperson was the fuck. No, he's the guy from the, that runs the FAA. He's he's like, he's oh, appoint, he's not an appointed dude. He, he's like an acting. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's like, like or some shit. And I'm like, and he's like, yeah, we're gonna get on this next week. I'm thinking, it's fucking Tuesday, motherfucker. You can't get on this by Friday. You got fucking, you got planes fucking going to hit it. it. Need the fucking weekend where there's really a lot of travel and see if we iron shit out on our own before we have a meeting. I'm like, wow. what kind of fucking horse shit's that? There's some more important things they had to discuss, like uh, tightening the seats a little more so uh, you can't fucking move at all in a coach row. I know you wouldn't know anything about coach, but. It's not a it's not what, a fun it, place to be. It's pretty fucking it's pretty fucking tight up front for a big old fucking goof. Yeah. For a seven foot punk. Yeah. That doesn't matter. I mean, even a six inch cock fucking won't it won't fit in a Japanese condom. Douglas D. Love, after watching this morning's episode of Click This Podcast and hearing Kevin Nash not stutter once, it totally made sense when near the end he said he ingested some cannabis. The power of pot, my fellow humanoids. Legalize it. Love you, big guy. You too. Thank you. Love you too, man. Mike Page, that's a speaker grill in that 64 Galaxy. Man, my dad used the triangle window to smoke in a 73 Ford truck. We couldn't roll down the window because he didn't want the wind in his eyes. That's a callback to Kevin's story last yeah. week about yeah. his dad. My dad didn't play the fucking ring. Like, I don't remember, I remember a couple of times listening to Motown when him and I would go, like, to hardware store or something like that, but, like, plus, when you're a kid, do you really fucking pay it to, pay the, you know, AM radio? How fucking, how good would the quality be through the fucking, some monolithic fucking, you know, yeah. loudspeaker that you've got in your uh, homeroom? 
Well, it's better than the just sound of the fucking road and dad's farts. I mean, you got to do something. Could could you drive anywhere without the radio now? Can do I? you ever need silence? I, oh, I fuck all about. There's so many times that I'm like halfway to the gym and I I, I haven't turned on the radio or anything. Hmm. My fucking brain, I man. I can't shut my shit off. I, I know. Do you meditate at all? Maybe you should start. Yeah, I meditate about. But well, yeah, that's all I need to do is fucking. Then it's like six hours later, somebody will find me. <laughs> fucking locked in some fucking loop thought. Like, you like that motherfucker on. Uh, what was the name of that movie? Midnight Express. You <laughs> want. Every, every Charles race. Grodin and the... no, no, the, no. The, it's the oh, other... oh, no! That's Midnight Run. You're talking about the the heroin uh, smuggler yeah, the, in the, Turkey. The, yeah, the one where fucking Jim Carrey does this, the parody on it in uh, fucking Cable Guy when Matthew Broderick's in fucking the prison or the jail and he Carrey pulls up his shirt and puts his breast on the fucking plexiglass. I'm sorry, man, but like. I'm one of those motherfuckers that I just I used to, I just thought that Jim Carrey was brilliant. Oh, I, absolutely. Oh, I, just, I don't think I, there's any. I just thought that. he was fucking brilliant, man. He kind of got his due as he aged. I think in the beginning, you know, the Ace Ventura or whatever, and the the show um, Living Color. But he showed a lot of range after that, and he's he's a really talented artist. Do you ever see any of his paintings? And, yes. No. Yeah. He's he's a, he's an incredible human being. He said, I, I loved, love, love to fucking sit down and have like a four-hour fucking dinner and be smoke, smoke, whatever the fuck, just chill. We should get him on here. I think he's, we have some big plans come up. We're going to let everybody know. Very soon. <sighs> um, hey, guys, need to call a quick time out here. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling my listeners over at OU Didn't Know for a while now about all the cool things happening over at adsfreeshows.com. The wrestling wars are heating up as David Crockett and Conrad revisit March of 1985 on The Book. Vince has brought WrestleMania 1 to life, while Jim Crockett Promotions is preparing to be back on TBS television. And you got Dusty Rhodes and Tully Blanchard on top, Magnum TA and Ivan Koloff for the U.S. title, $5,200 at the gate. And meanwhile, while that show's happening, WrestleMania is becoming a thing and uh, the wrestling wars are about to heat up because just one week from now, you guys are back on TBS. Former WWE executive John Filippelli sits down with Conrad on an all-new edition of The Insider and discusses his tumultuous relationship with Bruce Prichard during his time with the company. Vince was trying to, I think there were times where he tried to sort of get us to try and work together better than we were. And I, when I was quite candid. I was quite candid about how I felt about him about that I didn't appreciate you know, him undermining us or me, and I uh, I would have no part of it. And I told him, if he doesn't straight his act out, uh, I don't want, he, he's got to go. Either he goes or I go. Ad Free Shows members recently got to chat live with the enforcer, Arn Anderson, and hear stories of legends like the late, great Bobby the Brain Heenan. Sharpest, funniest, wittiest guy there's ever been on this earth. I could look at Bobby and go, hey, Bobby, you got a bump on your neck. Before I could get neck out of my mouth, he had to come back. Boom, boom, boom. And just hilarious. That's just a small taste of what we got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself why Ads Free Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adsfreeshows.com. 
Baba Yaga Slabdanaka said, I probably watched that prank call video at least once a month. It's hilarious. That was uh, the public access uh, host uh, from Manhattan Public Access having a discussion about New York guns. See if you can search it out or just watch last week's episode. Do you remember, do you remember when the Jerky Boys fucking had that? Absolutely. Like, we, I remember we got a fucking, we got a hold of a cassette. It had to be a cassette because there's no way someone burned a fucking CD. And it was the Jerky Boys, and it was that one where the guy, he says, yeah, he calls, he says, yeah. He calls like an attorney or something. He says, yeah, they want to, want to talk about you know, suing. I, I was riding a motorcycle down the street. He says, goes on and on and on. And finally, the, the, the attorney goes, who, who are you going to sue? He says, sue you. He says, I'll sue you. Yeah. Says, yeah sue, sue me for what? For punitive damages. That's sue me. You know what I mean? It's Kissel. World Awards. I mean, they were great. And you know what, man? It was sophomoric, like, wonderful fun. Me and Brian Adams were making a road trip. He was like one of my uh, like. He, I really like Brian. Well, I always got along with him, and he turned me on to Stern. Like late night, we were driving up in fucking Northeast, and I was just like, "Holy fuck!" So then it was just like we were. We were obsessed on on, on Stern, and uh, anytime we could find him, we would. It, it was kind of cool because the car just shut the fuck up, you know. Right. The, the car it was it was like kind of you know the drinking was way down, and and for a chance, man, like everybody wasn't talking the business. You know, we just we you know what I mean? It'd be like, fuck! I'm so glad we're not talking wrestling. Well, that's a humor was dangerous back then. Steve, I need you to find real quick here the Korean clock lady prank call from Stern. Let me know when you have it. But the, it's when comedy was dangerous. And we're going to talk about Chris Rock in a little bit. And that's kind of what I was so refreshed to see. You can't. All right. How do I say this? Go through history and select your top five comics. You don't have to say it on there. I'm just saying. Everybody, chances are they were all pushing the envelope in some way. Every top name in comedy, Pryor, Carlin, Kinnison, they were all pushing the envelope. As much as you were laughing, you were going, Ooh. George Goebel. <laughs> A little George Goebel. Thank God there's another George Goebel reference on this show. This is, you don't get this anywhere else, folks. Oh, you got to go. George Goebel. You gotta go back to the Goebel, man. The Ballantine's beer. Everybody's having one. Here we go. Let's hear a little bit of the Korean clock lady here. From yesterday is the Jump Korean the clock, clock lady. I was yeah, talking yeah. to people about this. Just slide down to where This is actually, one of the funniest uh, phone calls ever. This is a Korean clock this lady. Is who can't the say the word clock. This is the clock repair shop? Yes. Oh, I just inherited a, a, a grandfather clock. Uh, okay. How, how old is that clock? The clock is, uh, I would say, about 75 years old. 75 years is not old for a clock. What's that? This is not old for a clock. Okay. Now, how do you repair it? Explain it. The first thing is make sure the clock is completely leveled. The what? The clock is 
completely leveled. Okay. It's about 10 inches. 10 inches? Yes. Is it a wind-up? Wind-up what? Wind-up cock. Uh, yes, yes. There's something in the back. It does wind up. I don't have the key, though. Uh, okay. You're welcome to bring it in. Bring what we, in? The small cock. I can't wind the point. clock, though, because I don't have a key. Yes, you just need to bring the small thing in. The small what? The small cock. Okay. Now, I don't have a key. Can you repair this clock? Yes. That's why I just need to see it. See what? See your small cock. Okay. Yeah. Bring... And I can explain it to you. I have a lot here, too. A lot A lot of what? Different cocks. Okay. I have over 100 cocks here. How many? Over 100. On 100 what? Cocks. Oh, my God. Do you fix the clock with your own hands? How does that work? Okay. We have a certified master cock maker here okay. who's able to diagnose and tell you exactly what happened to your cock and the time and the price lead to do so. Okay. Now, this clock, it's, it's all black. So please come in. That's so simple. Okay, because I have a 10-inch black cock, and you could take a look and see if you can work it and fix it? Yes. With your, You can fix it with your hands? Yes. Thank you very much. Thank That's you. basically Bye-bye. it. Bye-bye. You don't, get, you don't get dangerous comedy anymore. But I could see how that could quiet a car full of wrestlers. I mean, you might laugh, you know. There might be some, some, you know, some shit about cock or something, but I mean... Yeah, you're just going to let it play. Oh, let's see. Uh, uh, Zufalig says, if you notice, the clock in the Sleep Me ad was set to 420. Uh, and it could have it been. I don't I don't remember. And he also says, love the Buddy Rich content. What's that? See that? Yeah, you know what? We talked about this when we were on. You were like, it's 1120. There's no way they're sleeping like that. And I said, no, it could be 420. It is, it is, for, it is 420 because the other one's the, where the alarm is set. It's very thin. I just. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm way more stoned, so I'm, I'm much more observant. Uh, thank you, you know for the feedback, I, everybody. I, I just want—I just want to go on record that I have not watched AEW in months. That you have not watched AEW in months. Have not watched. And you—and this is genuine when you say this. No, genuine's a, a black R&B singer. This is Kevin Nash. Okay. So, uh, well, you could have put it on if you want. I mean, it's there. No, we see. It goes back to Steve Austin and I got a pat that he's not watching it, therefore I'm not watching it. And what I can tell by Twitter is Taker's now not watching it. He's not watching it either. Taker's not Taker's not watching. So that you know, and it's nothing against any of the talent over there. Anybody that, that does anything over there, it's just something that we decided. It's like Lent. We just, you got you have to give things up. Mm-hmm. And so we did that. So, yeah, uh, Twitter maybe was a buzz with that. It uh, doesn't, it doesn't change the fact that Kenny Omega is my favorite wrestler and should be. And doesn't, you, his probably. Doesn't get, it doesn't change that at 
Um, do you get feedback at all? Like we get fan feedback and we always cover that here. Do you, you ever get any feedback from like your family about anything discussed here? Like you, your, 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 your brother ever call you? My sister, you... my sister-in-law, my sister-in-law will, will, t- will, will, she listens to it. All right. My, my brother's wife, she, she'll talk, she'll, t- you know, she'll comment on shit. Now, is that cool or do you find that annoying that you've got no, to I, I, no, revisit I, everything you talked about with? No, I. No, because she's I mean she's just she's smart. She's she was a school teacher. Uh, she's been great for my brother. She's been you know, she's been cool. Now so your wife like, your wife doesn't listen, right? No. Okay. That's good. That's that's that goes on the pirate ship fucking rule. Right. Exactly. Church and state. You know, it's just it's not that I'm embarrassed by anything I say. It's just that you have to be unencumbered. You've got to be free to say whatever comes to your mind. And if you're going to be judged by those around you, you're not going to be free to speak on the air. Well, it's just that why she wouldn't judge me. It would just be like, because we all are a little, it's a performer in me. So when I have that fucking little white light on top of that uh, computer on, it's a, it's an amped up version of me. Right. Sometimes, sometimes I might go just a stammer. Sometimes I might not. But is it a word? Am I doing it to create fucking a buzz? And then the next week I don't stammer. Am I working you? Mm. Do I right now have gentlemen's fucking club tell on both scrotum? A little club man smacking your balls with that before boom, you get on boom, air. Boom. These are the things fucking that are really like the essence of life. I heard Jr. covered that exact thing, whole episode on it. Uh, uh, this club, week. club mental, club mental on the sack. Yeah. Then I think he did an episode on you. Might have been the same episode. Um. So the so Chris Rock had the um, the live show, and then. You know, you can get it on Netflix now, but he was on Netflix live. Was that their first live event? Might have been. Yes, it was their first live event, which I thought was kind of, for us, curious because it would possibly open the chance for them, trying to find my fucking eye drops, open the chance for them to see how here they're, how um, the WWE would work as a, on a live type situation. Well, because we discussed that, right? You were talking about uh, different formats if they were purchased by a Netflix or an Amazon, and you talked about uh, maximizing the. Uh, doesn't have to be streaming; that it could be live. So, yeah, that's an interesting, uh, an interesting element. But I loved. Well, first of all, I think Chris Rock's a very a funny comic, right? One of the got handful that I, I laugh from or smile at least from beginning to end. He doesn't waste a moment. There's no fat in the act. He's funny straight through. And uh, my wife and I, we watched it live. And she was like, I don't understand. It's going to be on Netflix. You can watch, you can watch this fucking 2 o'clock tonight. And I'm like, yeah, but, I mean, it's live, live. So the only time you know you're going to get unedited version of this is watching it live. 
nobody's editing something with a, with a seven second delay. And there's no, I mean, you know. There was a post show though too, right? I didn't see yeah. the live, but I know there was supposed yeah. to, supposedly a post show. Post show. That's the, I mean, but to me it was just like, I wanted, because I was nervous for him because I'm thinking like, you can't do a fresh fucking set like he couldn't have done that last ten minutes in front of anybody. That was the only person he did that to was maybe a mirror, but mostly in his fucking skull. And that last ten minutes was fucking. It was solid. It was dynamite. And that was a live. It was a human being fucking going through all the emotions. I don't give a fuck if he's fifty six years old or however old he is. He had a lot. And he's waited a long time to fucking. Smack back. You're talking about when he talks about the uh, the smack heard around the world. Um, yeah. yeah, and he did not hold back at all. I was so good. What a f- I fucking he. Oh, what a sack on him to go out and because uh, you know I thought I'd get some jokes, um, but I thought he would babyface the whole situation. But he fucking he went after the couple. I mean, she was not exempt either. No, no, no. And under the circumstances, it's just like, you know, again, he gave his version of, you know, his perception of of how he looked at things. And that's all we can do as human beings. Like, you and I absolutely sopped it up. It was it was it was down our uh, you know it was down mm-hmm. our wheel our wheelhouse, and um, there's a lot of people that would, would would said it was shit, and I would disagree, but it it wouldn't make me dislike the person. Like if somebody came up and said I, I didn't like the Chris Rock thing at all, I wouldn't I wouldn't be like okay well, we can't. We can't like have, be friends. Ha- yeah, we can't have any any further interaction. You know, like it's it's like politics. Politics to me are like women. Like man, like you you might like your politics one way. I might like you might like a little little meat on your girl. You know, I we might clearly like- drew a line in the sand last week. I'm just I'm when just saying. Brought up. Were we off camera or were we on camera for that discussion about Joey Ryan's ex girlfriend? I think we were off camera. No, I think we were on. Were you? Uh, were we on for that? I don't even remember. I don't. I don't remember. But I, I thought she was too heavy, for God's sakes. Yeah. But anyway, to illustrate your point, there's a perfect example. Steve saying we couldn't have been. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah maybe I was yeah, holding yeah. up the phone. Whatever. But the yeah. point was that some porn stars were on video, and um, Kevin was talking about when I said, "Yeah, hey, what about this one?" And I brought it up. He's like, "Oh." Boy, you know, she she doesn't miss the buffet or whatever the fuck, but uh-huh. so difference of opinion. Yeah. Doesn't mean she wasn't. I mean, I'm sure there's, I mean, somebody thought her a try. But Rock, to get back to Rock, he, what I loved most was the danger in comedy. I said it before. He was unapologetically stepping over that line for the entire show. And it was a, big middle finger to all this overly woke sensitivity. I mean, he took it from stopping a victim if you're not a victim to just his language 
I loved it. I thought he brought comedy back. And on the thing, that the thing was, is he, he says, I got fucking hit. I never once played the victim card. You know? He's like, fuck, like, drop it. Like, there's two, this shit that goes on. It's like, come on, man. Like, history's history. You know? If it fucking happened and there's, like, I'm sorry, but this this critical fucking race theory shit just it's like I don't give a fuck what you want to call it, but I hope that Tyler Perry and Oprah and all those and, and Jay Z and all the billionaire blacks that are involved in the arts take some time and, and if there's a story that needs to be told that they're not telling our kids like the the black Wall Street that I wasn't taught when I grew up. If our kids, I mean, that's fucking history, man. That when I learned that, I was just like, and I could, I I dove into it. I wanted to find more because that's what we should be. We should be inquisitive. We should want knowledge. Knowledge is power. And if they're not gonna fucking cover specific things. Motherfucking get some actors and put your money. You got a, a fucking studio down in Atlanta and tell the fucking story because guess what, man? They will fucking watch it if it's on Netflix. I yeah. promise you it will get more fucking coverage because you sure as fuck ain't going to get a kid to read a book. Well, it's funny. Your, your fair governor, Ron DeSantis, um, doesn't seem to be he he wants to vet what he feels is appropriate history and what he feels isn't which is basically what they've been doing to history books for the last 200 years but um but you're exactly right you can't even compare the power of youtube or netflix to a textbook i mean they're hyper focused on what's talked about in the classroom in a 45 minute period the information's available out there this isn't the only place your kids are going to run into the truth about a lot of American history. Oh. I don't think we have to shit on, which is, I, I think, a, a knee-jerk reaction, shitting on the founding fathers because of slavery. And the, we have to take this all in context. you got to look at the totality of what somebody did um, in their life. Well, you, know, you lest have to we not be judged by... You have to look at the situation of the reason there was a Revolutionary War was because the United States of America were tired of paying the British fucking government taxation for fucking the slaves, taxation for the fucking pl the cotton. We went to war because of of fucking the of of the slavery. That's what the American. I don't. I mean, what what do people do? People know what caused the American Revolution. Well, I think they get the blanket version that we wanted to be free from Britain, Britain, but they don't drill down and yeah, they, see they all of the issues that were on the table. Exactly, the and no, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was land barons. It was, it was, it was the slit. You know, you watch the movie the, the Patriot with Mel Gibson, and he's hiding his his uh, slaves underneath the house when they lit the house on fire. He's giving. I mean, it's like. They were property to them. Right. You know, it was like somebody taking the, like going to the barn and getting the horses. 
And I mean, it's just like, fuck, like these stories need to be told. And, you know, people will say like, well, they need to get over it, you know? And I'm just like, I don't know, man, because I ain't black. And my, like, I don't go back to my, you know, I mean, I, I can go back to, 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 to my lineage and see that, yeah, the Cherokee Indians, who, who my mom was, was, was I think, a, at least a quarter of, if not more, um, which makes me Cherokee Indian to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I definitely don't need any money from, from my tribe. Um, let it, let it be the, the, the people's, but they had a, a, you know, when, when you read the tale of cheers and you fucking, and you, you spend time at that and you look at that and that's your lineage. And you're just like, those are my, like, like somebody in my family got fucked with. And here I am, you know, this is where, where I, where, where I always jump to, you know, because I know my, my lineage. I know what the, the tale of tears and the fucking, the agony those people went through. And here I am standing outside of an S-Class. I just ran through the fucking car wash bitching because premium unleaded is three ninety nine. <laughs> white White man problems. Rich white man problems. Well, it's got to be you got to teach it, right? You got to, if you're going to teach history, you got to teach the right history and listen. You teach can educate all, yourself, though, too. We can't lose <laughs> our personal responsibility to drill down on our own and read shit. Um, you know, you talked about the working class folk that maybe <clears throat> roll in around seven o'clock, you know, get in working a long day. And you've got a finite amount of time for your information, for your news. Where do you go? You're going to go to the place that's most comfortable, right? Absolutely. And I think, unfortunately, what gets sacrificed is a counterpoint, right? Uh, at least understanding the opposition. You don't have to agree with it, but I certainly want to hear where they're coming from. If I read a dissenting opinion in a news article, I want to continue to read it to find out what the fuck they're talking about. And, uh, you know, I think this week, via some tweets that were uh, subpoenaed in the Dominion lawsuit against a... Uh, that, was, that was some... I mean, to me, um, I don't think in, in my 63 years, and I, I know that my father, I've been watching the news probably since I was four years old that I can recall, you know, Walter Cronkite was my, was my dad's go-to guy. And, um, I've never seen anything is just shocking from somebody that's, you know, supposed to be a journalist and somebody that's, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that watch Tucker Carlson because he, I mean, he's the most watched uh, entity on cable news, and those are, there's a lot of a lot of those people are my friends that watch that show, and I have I have a ton of friends that watch his show, and to find out that you know that how he feels and and what he says are two different things, and they're 
like I said earlier in this this show, that they're coming home, and they've got a sixty hour work week. They've still got to kiss mama, play catch with the kids, go over and make, you know, uh, pretend cookies in the little fake oven with the daughter. They got to you know do some 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 maybe some schoolwork with them, take the dog out, take the garbage out, and the last thing you want is some motherfucking person. Excuse my French. I don't mean that to be. I'm not in any way judging Tucker Carlson because to me, what he's doing is what I did for fucking 30 years. He's a fucking worker. That's all he is. He's the fucking, he's the, he's the top fucking, he's the top guy in the bullshit business. What people turn to someone like Tucker Carlson for is their editorial opinion. They're not going there for news. You're going to get somebody's personal spin. And what came out this past week is that editorial opinion was not even legitimate. So what I, I mean, the two of us aren't going to be able to answer this question. I would like to hear from a Fox News watcher, somebody who's uh, dedicated enough time to listening maybe aligning themselves with Tucker Carlson's opinion, maybe even using that as ammunition to foster their own opinion. What they feel now that the following tweets that were happening under Trump's presidency, they were actually sent on January 4th. Some, some of these are tweets and, yeah, they're all tweets. They're, they're, well, they were they were actually they were text messages. I'm sorry, they, they yeah, were. I said I mean, did I say I mean, tweets? I, I meant text yeah, messages. I, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm saying though that so people will know because you have to go into it. You've got to go into the we'll just real real in a in a the cliff notes. We have to go into the fact that this was this is part of a, a, a 1.6 billion dollar uh, case against Dominion against Fox. And this is all information that has been disclosed in depositions and in evidence, so on and so forth. Thus, now you can, if you can, Sean, please take it over. So what we have on the screen is this is a uh, a snapshot of uh, Tucker Carlson's text to a Fox employee that isn't named in the paperwork, uh, what I have here is, quote, Tucker, we are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump most nights. I truly can't wait. Then I reply, uh, a similar-minded employee, and then back to Tucker, I hate him passionately. I blew up at Peter Navarro today in frustration. I actually like Peter, but I can't handle much more of this. So that was one piece of it. Um, the, uh, this is from the court transcript, the discovery material from trial. This can be tough for me to read there unless you go in a little more. There we go. Um, uh, but he might never leave. Would be hard to ignore if the Manhattan DA or New York attorney general, uh, charges on January 21st. He goes on to say, It's ridiculous that people are continuing this charade, meaning the challenging, the legitimacy 
of the election is what he's referencing. That's me speaking. Back to Tucker. It's ridiculous that people are continuing the charade. Was he pushing the idea Pence can solve everything? Next uh, text. He was pushing... Uh, zoom in on that a little bit. Uh, just a little bigger. He was pushing voter fraud stuff. I have no doubt there was fraud, but at this point, Trump and uh, Lynn and Powell, Powell have so discredited their own case and the rest of us to some extent that it's infuriating. Absolutely enrages me. Um, while on camera, while on camera, um, he was pushing a very different narrative to the point where uh, he got he was granted by McCarthy fourteen hours, four, I'm sorry, fourteen thousand hours of uh, a video that he packaged conveniently into the most. Uh, Here's the, there's the one. Did we did we get the one where it says that admitting what uh, admitting what a disaster the last four years has been is too tough to digest? Isn't it really an uh, is there really an upside to Trump? That's, yeah, there isn't really an upside to Trump. Yeah, that's 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 quote another that's another piece of that dialogue. And you know, so, it's just like I look at the. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, these these are the facts. I mean, we're not really editorializing here. We're just kind of reading what's no. been put out. But we're, we're pondering. This is an individual. Agree or disagree with him? He's there, and he's paid very highly, and has the highest rated uh, news show, I think, right in primetime he, news. Got, he, he, I'm pretty sure he has the sweetest deal on fucking cable. And he and if he didn't just get it, and absolutely the biggest news story for how many months? How many months of juice was squeezed out of the election fraud claims? Was I mean, all absolutely fucking, fabricated bullshit from the end of November forward. Yeah, and then I'm just curious on the so, reaction. And so, okay, and I, I'm the same thing. Like, I want somebody to explain me how they personally feel right now if they considered them a fan of Tucker Carlson. Like I remember, I mean, some people live and die by these opinions. I remember there was there was a time, and a bunch of uh, a bunch of left wing yahoos found out where he lived, and went to his house. Do you remember that? He's got like a brownstone. They were standing outside of it, and they, they covered it. And I thought to myself, like, I'm not a fan of his, but this is fucking bullshit. No, that's over like, the line, of course. Like, we're the we're the fucking cops, like. Like what the fuck? Like how 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 are they letting this happen? Like I don't. You can have an opinion that's different than mine, but I'll still watch. I mean, I'll still watch your show because I've got to know what's going on. If I do, if if I just talked to to Yoda and never talked to fucking Darth Vader, I'm I'm not gonna fucking do too well in this fucking. Uh, in this fucking world. People don't take the time to do that kind of shit, Kev. They don't have it. That's what's unfortunate. They don't have the time we do. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I think we can make time. Listen, if you're going to watch a one hour, if you're going to dedicate one hour, and by the way, how many people really get their news from 
television versus this, right? You can hit a couple of different websites while you're on the bowl uh, during the day or a, a news aggregator that pulls from different sources, like uh, Apple does that. Has, have, you, have you checked out, is it 1440? Is that the, the new news thing that's supposed to be? Any of you guys know anything about 1440? I haven't. Wesley, Steve, anyone? Bueller? No clue. I'm so fucking progressive. You're really way <laughs> ahead of the fucking curve. You and Chris Rock. And are you member? Now, what about the. I hear you're trying to get the Sierra Club to get rid of you guys. Oh, mother. That's, fucker. You're that progressive. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, fuck me. I mean, yeah. While they're handing out fucking some square Detroit pizza to the fucking guys over there. You, so, yeah, I don't know what they want to change to. Does anybody know what the, say, they want to change you guys to? Let's see. I'm going to find it. So, and while, while you're finding that, this is my whole thing. Go ahead. My wife is watching TV with me when this comes up. And she says, you do that. And I said, I do what? She says, you say you guys. And I said, I grew up up north. And um, 1440 lines, that's what it is. Okay, so um, the uh, I said to her, I said, yeah, but I said, I, she says, no, but it's, it's, you guys is gender specific. And I said, okay, would you rather me say, hey, you fucking two assholes, you guys, you know, are you two fucking assholes coming or what? You know, hey, fuckheads, you coming or what? It's like, I think I'd rather say you, you, you guys. I've been saying that my whole life. Now I can't say you guys. It's not politically correct. Yeah, I bending language always pissed me off. So the Sierra Club's equity language guide is what we are referring to. And uh, they're apparently, it's a, a 27-page language guide. I'm uh, getting my, so my source for this is the Washington Post, if anyone is uh, wondering. Um, so they're cautioning against the following. Yes, you guys. Uh, Man-made. Uh, they'd like that replaced with human-caused for man-made. And here it is, Kev. Y'all. Y'all? For you guys. Y'all. Y'all. When we say if that. The Washington we, Post is correct. It's y'all. Do we have to stand up out of a cornfield on hee-haw and say it? Y'all want to come? Apparently, it's, it's, it's all Alabama all the time. Uh, migrant wow. to be replaced with uh, person seeking citizenship. Y'all, y'all is is to me is that's that is um antebellum. That's like southern. You because you guys is like that. You guys is in New York, like the up east, like north, that kind of. You guys, you guys, and then y'all. I guess not up here. It's, it's not gender specific, right? So, y'all, yeah. y'all. Yeah, but that's just, the best we could do. Was y'all. Well, 
I knew we were, the I, I knew we were fucked up when the Cracker Barrel started making their way up fucking up north. I knew, man. Too many people in that fucking in that store walking around buying shit. Old school fucking Fago Pop and you know. Where else can you get a hearty chicken and biscuits, a Merle Haggard CD, and a box of 80s candy? Cracker Barrel, period, motherfucker. That's and, it. And if, you, uh, if you're fucking feeling fucking awfully spry, you can get out on a rocker and play a little checkers on a barrel. Right outside. That's it, baby. T Love was, me some when, Cracker Barrel. When T was little, lad, he, but T used to like playing checkers. We, if we went to Cracker Barrel, he'd take, instead of walking inside, he'd just go like, Dad, like, like let's, let's get one. Yeah, Dom bringing up that you do you want if you need the Kingston Trio's greatest hits, go straight to a Cracker Barrel. Did they sing "Hang Down Your Head"? Tom Tom Dooley. I think Tom Dooley was a uh, Kingston Trio. I'm pretty fucking sure. Oh God! You know what? Uh, I I've decided that next week we're going to do something special. Um, we will be uh, March Let's... Madness is 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 about to get underway. God, what a I... I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day, John Woodard. And um John Wooden, the coach? John Wooden, the coach. And um he um we were we, we, he just said I think that the the field is really deep this year. And I was just like, "Oh, fuck. I, I don't think the field's deep. It just it seems like it just there's so much parody. Like, the, if, if somebody said to me, "Who's like, give me your, give me your final four in the women's uh, NCAA tournament," I'd be like, "South Carolina's gonna win." Boom, done. South Carolina's gonna win. They've won 39 games in a row since they haven't lost since last year's tournament. So it's just like nobody's touching them. Fucking Alabama, Houston looked like okay. Houston might be it. Then fucking Houston gets out of Memphis by one point, and they fucking score like it's like fifty six, fifty five, like no offense. You see, Miami is it? I think they mm -hmm. uh, ended up in, in, in on top of uh, ACC. They got a couple of you know, couple of guys with hops, a couple of guys that can stroke it. I, it, I mean, then I, I watched Duke play, and I'm like, I watched Duke, and I'm like, Duke could could do some damage. But the the you know the big kid that the big seven foot uh, kid inside uh, that's a freshman he ain't a freshman no more hmm. he's played he's played a season ACC ball so I mean he you know then you got Purdue with that what I think his name's Ely or whatever his name is Eddie a big seven foot four dude they got a couple of shooters out there I watched them get hot the other night but then they were playing the Illini and fucking the Illini made a run on them and. They don't, they don't, it's like anything else, man. Like I'm going to go to that fucking seven foot four guy until you a stop him B completely clogged. So we're shooting thousand one thousand two thousand three second setup fucking threes. And I'm going to follow the mother. I'm going to follow your big guy. The fuck out. You're going to put another guy on him. I'm going to fucking follow him out. 
The big kid shoots about 76% from the free throw line. I'm, he's going to shoot free throws all fucking night long. I'm going to fucking uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar your ass, but he was Lou L. Sender at UCLA. But I'm going to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar your ass and beat the fuck out of you in the, in the paint because guess what? Games don't go to fucking 120 points when it's the tournament time. Everybody's ass gets real fucking tight. I just think this year when the brackets come out, I'm going to pick a I'm going to I probably see myself picking a lot of underdogs. I think that they, this they, is a year for it. It's like the, it was is it the 8 9 or 7 8? I don't know which game it is. I think it's the 8 9 is the one that's like that's the one that fucks up your bracket every fucking year. Those yeah. those, those 8 9 games cuz you you pick the wrong one and that motherfucker makes a, a, a you know that, that 8 makes a a, a fucking two-game jaunt knocks out two two of your other. You're like, oh fuck. So no, I, I I'm seeing. I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't hesitate picking you know fourth, fifth, sixth seeds ending up in the final four based on what I'm seeing in the in the conference tournaments. Right. I mean, th- things may tighten up a little bit, and I'll af- watch. after the first round, we'll know. It'll be interesting tonight when when I come back because you know, the ACC started tonight. Mm-hmm. The tournament started, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what the fuck, uh, you know, what, what what how that came came out. And I think I think uh, maybe LSU and Florida play tonight. What do we got here? Houston, so Houston Jayhawks, uh, Alabama, Purdue. So they, yeah, I mean, the Latino UCLA Bruins. Um, Arizona, Baylor. I haven't seen enough. I absolutely despise that fucking white boy that plays for Gonzaga. That's that's fucking. He's, he's too fucking good. So the Vegas money is is on Houston right now, obviously. Which I mean, that's not a surprise. Um. I mean. Tennessee's down there. I mean, they've had, you know, they've showed some. They, they, Tennessee's hard to like. They're they're one of those teams that they get they get stroking, man. They they play good defense. The teams that play good defense that's the one thing in the tournament. If you play good defense, you always have that going for you. You can always, you can always fucking if you're conditioned and and you can fucking play D. And it just depends on now how banged up these fucking guys are. These odds I'm looking at here. This is for uh, this is to pick them to win the tournament. Scroll up. What's the uh, what's the because some I of think these this are is steep a... ass fucking odds. This is for winner. Okay, winner. All right. So th- these are the odds for the winner. You're only on a plus three hundred on uh, on Houston. You get a little deeper. Getting to like Alabama, eight hundred plus eight hundred, nine hundred. Then you're over a thousand from Purdue down, which would be for those of you listening: Purdue, UCLA, Arizona, Baylor, Gonzaga, Connecticut. You're over a thousand, plus a thousand on all those odds. So that's what I'm saying. But I mean, based on the conference tournaments, some it should of those be, teams it, could it, be up there, man. It'll be interesting. It's going to be hard. We may have to do a special. Um, we may have to do a special fucking. Bracket out like like we might have to come in twice one week. Fucking do, do, do like maybe an hour coverage 
just bare bones hour coverage on 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 the tournament. I'd love to do that, friend. I'd love to just talk basketball all fucking night. Are you kidding me? That would be uh, incredible. It's, it's but you know what? I want to do something special for the final four for for March Madness. And here's what I th- here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing next week. We're going to have a March Madness bracket, and we will play it out next week. But it's going to be. All of the Florida man and Jersey guys in the bracket, and we will vote to see who advances and then who wins the March Madness tournament of uh, of of all of the antics we've covered. Yeah, but it's it's fucking. It's, we can't even we can't even get my. It's like Mike Tyson right now and the guy that was masturbating and fucking fighting off the. He, Huge odds, but we're all going to vote. I mean, all, just, all five of us. Not trying to sway anything, but you know, if I'm putting money on, I'm going to. I've got the got the vehicle to sway. I'm going to do it. Listen, that's a big one, but then don't forget about the guy who uh, what he was fucking a dog and destroyed a church nativity scene on the lawn of a of a church. Those two end up in the finals. I see. I I I I just don't relate with them. Yeah, but the other one shirking off and pounding some cops i can see so well call, call me crazy this week's uh stiff one of the week uh will be brought to you by my friends i'm going to hold up this item right here our friends at manscaped it is time for some spring cleaning and i'm talking about your body and what i'm holding here i got that in the mail is what is known as the Weed Whacker 2.0, and it's in the kits that you can order, guys. The Performance Package is here. Performance Package 4.0, by the way, let me just tell you. Um, They do have a beard line, which you are seeing right there, but their Performance Package features their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, and this beauty right here, the Weed Whacker 2.0, ear and nose hair trimmer the weed whacker 2.0 is a monumental upgrade by the way from its uh from its predecessor the weed whacker 2.0 it's a premium ear and hair nose trimmer featuring improved steel blades with taller and wider slots to allow for better catching of the hair i'm looking at this now and it's absolutely true that this will clean you out the right way now that kit also features everything for your personal grooming. You have the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Big fan of the ball deodorant. I know Kevin enjoys the Crop Reviver Toner. You know, for some days you may not be as fresh. Just pull out that toner in the bathroom of the uh, of the uh, Capitol Grill or the Arby's. Couple of spritzes down there. You're ready to go. Um, their performance boxer briefs are rather lovely, too, and a good fit travel bag to hold the goodies guys when i'm talking about the total package for your personal man grooming i'm talking about nothing but manscape and here is the offer for you we always take care of the click this listeners save 20 percent off and get free shipping with the code click k-l-i-q at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off and free shipping with the code click k-l-i-q at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Your nose will thank you right here with the the, the new uh, the Weed Whacker 
fast, easy. Don't even feel it. Tremendous. Love me some Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring this week's stiff one. My my wife throws the uncle flag on me almost every night because I sit there with that fucking beard brush and just fucking, it just, man, it's just, I just, my shit's gotten way, they have a conditioner. Yes, they do. You know? so I, I put that in. It's like, I pack that shit when I go on the road now. It's like. Which brush do you use? They have the little wooden comb the, in the, the wood, beard kit. The, wood, the wooden comb is when you wake up because it's like, it, oh. it's, it's almost like, well, like if, if you're going like, to wake up and go down for breakfast, you just hit it with the comb and then hit it with the brush because sometimes you'll get fucking hair that'll stick out mm-hmm. crazy and shit. But if you're just going to go out for breakfast or something, then once you take your shower, then you do your fucking, you put your conditioner in and fucking, I, I just go right with the, the, uh, the, Camel hair brush or whatever it is with the with the the soft black uh, bristles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you, Manscaped. So, um, so our stiff one this week that we talked about the the smacking, um, uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, here is something. This is from I think two thousand four, and I remember this on the radio, the New York radio station. Um, they would they they had a, a tournament called Smackfest where men and women would come in and square off each other. The rules were very simple. I think you need one hand behind your back. You couldn't hit like in the eye or nose area. It had to be a clean smack across the face. And uh, I remember when this was going on 20 years ago almost. And um, it seems relevant again. So let's get a little bit of smack fest. Uh, These two uh, young ladies talk about going stiff. Holy balls. They, um, They don't hold back. I think that this should be brought back, maybe in public forums. We get for, for for our listeners at home now. Let's let's yeah, let's give them a little fucking play by play there. Yes, we we'll, you'll hear it. I mean, this is this this was for radio actually. This was a, a radio broadcast on uh, the Hot ninety seven, I believe. So, um, all right, if we could bring this up. Yeah, jump up ahead a little bit here. We don't need the introductions. We let's just get rid of here. His hands. Who's your money on right I, here? Do you want Nash. to defer your first smack to her, where she'll give you the smack first? No idea. Or you want to take your shot first? No, she's gonna give me. I mean, the girl on the left is bigger. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's her. 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 We have Gitara and Aisha Summer Jam Smack Fest 2004. Gitara. Keep in mind. Open-handed smacks only. Jatara, go! Oh, that was a headshot, Jatara. That was not very good. Here's a warning. She's in the cheek. She's in the cheek. She's in the cheek. She's in the cheek. Remember, $1,000 in summer jam tickets. You got to stay to the cheek. Aisha, you got to stay to the cheek. Aisha? Oh, yes. You broke it. Listen to this one, guys. Looks exactly yeah. like our Who production studio, doesn't it? Yes. Chitara, go! Yeah. Oh, better. Aisha, go! Oh! I think the, I think the girl on the girl on the right's got a better chin. 
That was a good one. That was a meaty one. Say, this is this is this is putting Buddy Rich to shame. Now watch what happened to you for that smack right there. Now watch. Aisha, go. You can see it. You can see where it's leaving leaving a handprint. Of bringing this to the show, uh, Dom and Steve, you'll be up first squaring off. All right, so a- anybody out there who wants to, who's listening, who would like to see, just search out Smackfest 2004 Hot 97, get some of this classic video. Jesus Christ. Can we, can we, I mean, feel like if I can give the fucking uh, viewers a, a half a hand job just now. No fucking finish? What the fuck was that? Well, I, I mean, it, go, it goes on and on. I, well, you want to slide down to the decision? I think I, we know who won that one, right? It was it was the one on the left. I don't know because I didn't see it. Nobody else did. Like, we, you can't fucking. You want the finish? Well, all right, here's the you, finish. You can't go that deep into this fucking thing and, and, and fuck and not give them a finish. Let's see. They knocked a sign off the wall. Let's see. Let's not be Let's not be disqualified. Yeah, everybody, ladies, Remember, no hitting of the eye and keep it fair. No hitting the head and no following each other. So after we're continuing the smash. Because Jersey came at twenty. Here we go. Clearly, our production value higher than Hot 97s as they can't hang the sign behind everybody. Jesus Christ, Get to the fucking finish. Jesus Christ. I need to be, I need to be fucking uh, put in the thought pattern on what we fucking what we show and don't show. Okay. Disqualification. A DQ finish. Oh, see, what a fuck. That was horrible. For hitting in the head. That was horrible. Why? Why did we? Sh- Just to get off on the on the smacking. Jesus Christ! I mean. You wanted a story told? You want an angle? You want me to write a, a promo for for uh, Aisha? No, I, I just don't want it to last longer than Bambi. Fuck that was a God. lot shorter than the Buddy Rich solo. <clears throat> I mean, Buddy Rich didn't get DQ'd at the end of that motherfucker. I, I had Buddy Rich set here to square off against Animal from the Muppets in, in, a, in, a, in a, a dueling uh, drum solo that I... I skipped over because I felt the flow of the show. You gotta uh, realize I'm doing these shows fucking stoned. I got no tolerance for this shit. 
NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! As an adult, don't we all miss spring break? Nothing like taking a week off from all your responsibilities. Well, here's the next best thing for adults, a spring break from house payments. SaveWithConrad.com can help you get rid of all your credit card debt, just like that. We're routinely helping our listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this, but check this out, no house payments for two months. at SaveWithConrad.com. You know what you have a tolerance for? Florida man and Jersey guy is back this week in preparation for oh, the uh, for the March Madness. I, I knew there. I knew there was a. I knew there was a, some kind of fucking something going on when you when, when we having the the brackets. Two headlines, real headlines. One, courtesy of a Florida man, and one courtesy of a Jersey guy. Okay, first one. Man admits paying Hitman $20,000 in Bitcoin to, si- to silence Jersey. a teenage Jersey. victim. Jersey. Jersey. Let me finish the headline. <laughs> Jersey. Man admits to paying Hitman 20000 in Bitcoin to silence a teenage victim in a child pornography case before seeking a refund. After the rates fluctuate. I told you I was stoned. (laughs) Nothing would get by me. The second one is man named Hercules wearing nothing but cowboy boots. I'm sorry, a cowboy hat attacks a woman with a machete. Nobody in Jersey's got a machete. I'm, I'm staying with my original choice of Jersey, Florida. Well, it's a very good thing you did, Kevin, because... A gentleman named, uh, what is it, John Michael Musbach, a resident of Haddonfield, New Jersey, um, uh, got in a little trouble for some online uh, sexually explicit shenanigans with, uh, I think, who he thought was a 13-year-old boy, and uh, parents found the images, contacted police, so he sought to hire a hitman. For twenty thousand dollars in Bitcoin, which at the time was about forty Bitcoin, um, then um, uh, co- contacted the hitman for a refund, and uh, it's a good thing this uh, this guy was caught and put away. And then, of course, the Florida story is Hercules. Let's get a good look at Hercules here for a minute. There he is. Hercules, just just more incentive for you folks listening to uh, yeah, also yeah. check out YouTube to see yeah, Hercules. H- him going into the joint will be a jarring experience. Oh yeah, they it, love that. It doesn't look like doesn't look like he's done any time. Miami Dade police arrested Roberto Hercules uh, after attacking a woman. When did they was... get rid of the metal fucking trays in the lunchroom? That's your Hercules voice. Six months ago. And uh, that's it. So once again, Kevin successful. Asked her for her crack pipe. See, that's so fucking Florida. Right, and then attacked her. Yeah. When she didn't give it up, she didn't have it, and he chased her with the machete. But but all, wearing all, only a cowboy hat. All the fucking intangibles. You got the bicycle. People. So these were all the clues that led that would lead you to Florida. You're saying, but uh, I, I I didn't bike? need it because as soon as you said hitman and Bitcoin, I'm like that's. In in Florida, you fucking just you go in your garage or your tool shed, and you get a fucking tire iron. You go next door and you whack your fucking neighbor in the fucking skull with it. 
You're you're a detective so, at heart. Supposedly. Allegedly. Uh what what's the fucking what's it and I watched the, the first two episodes last night on Netflix. It's a guy that's doing uh he's doing the double life for killing his uh Mur Mur Murdoch or what the fuck's his name? Oh Murdoch. Murdoch. Yeah, the yeah. one that was just put away. So, so, yeah. So I, I so I watch I watched the first two episodes of the Netflix uh special. I think it's also on HBO Max. I might I I know for a the fact three that it, the three episode it, uh yes, series. So right? I, yeah. I, yeah, so I I got the first two down. This fucking kid that that he ended up shooting was just yeah. a fucking he was a hellion, man. Yeah, he, he really was. He, he was he beat he beat his girlfriend. I'm just I I'm feeling all fucking sorry for the guy that he fucking his, his dad fucking shot him. I'm thinking God, if my fucking kid was a piece of shit and was fucking broads all day long, I might fucking shoot this son of a Oh. Yeah, that was a family out of control from the top fucking down. Yeah, that, that, that whole, they're like, oh, no, they were loving. She was like, she would, she's a divorced person and they were fucking upside down. They weren't, they weren't making fucking, their, they weren't making their fucking bills. Yeah, you and take, he's stolen like four million dollars from the law firm too. And no, he stole four million dollars just from the housekeeper's fucking life insurance settlement. But it was, but it was the he was also uh, charged he was, with the, the firm taking money from the firm, right? That's a separate fucking. That's yes, a separate amount. Right. It was four million just from 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 a, a poor family, like this motherfucker. Yeah, he took insurance out on the estate. A month was it a month before she? He's in protective. Fell. He's in protective custody right now. We got to do a fucking bracket on how many times he gets sodomized week one when he goes into fucking general. Will won't they keep him in solitary because he's a noted figure, or would he be out in population? He ain't got no money. All right, money's all gone. You ain't got no stroke, bro. Can't mm. pay no. Can't pay nobody to fucking protect your ass. Hmm. Famous cigarettes. Welcome, welcome to the jungle. Well, it, listen, if he's getting sent up there, he's going to need to probably defend himself. So it would behoove him to get his hands on some athletic greens, some AG1. Before ah, heading nice, to the joint, nice, you're going nice, to need energy. Nice, You're going to nice. need... Well, maybe we'll send this fucking motherfucker some, some athletic drink. I have some of the travel packs, um, and when you order, when I give you the code in a few minutes, you're going to get some free travel packs. Maybe, maybe send them. Maybe to we can work off. out a we can work out a deal with Athletic Greens and maybe have the commissary carry them. That wouldn't for be the, bad for, either for the for the health and welfare of all the prisoners. Uh, right. I don't. We we don't want them in too good a shape. Maybe they would be. Yeah. They they'd overrun the COs. But guys, this is it. AG1, your greens, one pack or one scoop in one cup of water every morning. Start your day with it. Pour it in first thing. That's what I do before I even have the tea. First thing is the AG1. I use it every day. I started taking it, number one, because they were a sponsor. But when I read up about them, and uh, they talk a lot about gut health. I did have a medical issue at the time, and uh, 
I wanted that confidence. I wanted to know that I was absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. And let me tell you, this may make me shallow. Most important thing, the biggest takeaway, it tastes good. How many supplements can you say that about? How many supplements can you say that about? Not very, many. Very, this yeah. tastes very good. I enjoy it. I look forward to it. Um, it's helped me take back some ownership for my health, energy, recovery, focus, fights aging. Guys, reclaim your health. Arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutritional drink. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. Don't have to do a million different vitamins and pills to look out for your health. One scoop, one cup of water once a day. Now, to make it easy, um, we have partnered with Athletic Greens to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. With your first purchase, all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash click, K-L-I-Q. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash click. Take, take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you so much, AG1. And... Um, Kevin, to get back to you for a minute, God damn it. Um, I, I was reading about how it seems anything you say here tends to be carried on a, a wider scale, which is an interesting thing. Um, but in considering the Twitter comment the other day, I thought about how many things are attributed to you, maybe falsely, misconceptions, about Kevin Nair. So I thought we would spend some time this week uh, talking about some of the most popular misconceptions. Oh, maybe they're not misconceptions. You'll you'll tell us. But I'm going to put them out there, and I want you to um, either disprove them or accept them. So the first one I'm going to bring up, this is a kind of a softball because I know the answer to this. I often see that you were trained at the WCW power plant. That would be false. The WCW power plant did not exist in 1988, 89, 90, 91. Now, you did train in Georgia. I trained in Lovejoy, Georgia. I trained at Jody Hamilton's uh, wrestling school. It was, um, Jody was just a, uh, Jody, no, it was not affiliated with the NWA, which, who I signed my first contract with was it was an NWA, not a WCW contract. And um, yeah, I was I was basically this was back when the scam was you ran a wrestling school, you'd have an open tryout, twenty you know twenty guys would come on a Saturday, they would pay you fifteen hundred dollars for you to fucking physically and mentally abuse them. And they wouldn't come back. And they, none of them, yeah. <laughs> not, nobody had a heart, a soul, and none of them. And they, and they would they would wake up like, so you, like, to do 500 Hindu squats and 500 step-ups and 500 push-ups and 500 sit-ups, then run the ropes, then run around the Quonset hut that only half of it's the wrestling school. The other one's a carpet remnants fucking store. And the, the the ring was a boxing ring with, the, you know, the two by whatever those are, two by fours or whatever, two by 
I don't know what the fuck those, those boards are. I didn't. I never put a ring together, so I'm sorry. I wasn't that guy. Um, you had some t- carpet remnant to cushion your fall. Well, no, that we had. Yeah, we, I mean, we had plywood, then we had some carpet remnants, and then we had some actual, very nice carpet padding. Ah. Yes. Yeah, you know, that fucking, you know, because you know when you fucking, you flat back in your house when you were a kid on that fucking quarter inch. Yeah, yeah you know how that fucking, especially in a, in, a bo- in a boxing ring, you know, it's just like, that motherfucker, man. Said, and, and that's back when you would go down there and you would take like, like, because every match was like headlock takeover and then they started, you do like, uh, take a hip toss, arm drag, and then they fucking grab, you know, grab an arm and call the next spot. And you do that fucking, you know, that you do a hip toss and an arm drag. You do thirty of those in a night on that fucking cement fucking ring. And I wonder why I get up in the morning and I fucking am just screaming. Now, but in addition to that, you were were you bouncing at the same time? Yeah. I was bouncing. I was bouncing day shift at the Cheetah. I built a fucking. I built a day shift, man. I had like 130 fucking girls on Thursday and Friday and Saturday. In the day. In the day, yeah. And I had fucking. Oh. That, that I I built a fucking day shift, man. With with some fucking. I had some beautiful, beautiful fucking girls. But so now you train. You'd you'd work all day. Then you'd go train. Would you have to go to the gym too? I don't go, you? Because you so gotta... I'd, get, I'd get up at seven thirty. I'd be at Coffee's Gym, which was right up the street from my. Uh, I lived on Franklin Road with my wife, and I would go up to Coffee's Gym. Then from there, I'd usually go wa- to the Waffle House and eat breakfast. Then I had my. Um, I'd have a tuxedo shirt. My tuxedo would be at the at the, um, at the club. The club. I'd go to the club, I'd take a fucking shower at the club and then put my, you know, change my drawers and put my shirt, my clean shirt on, put my tux on, put my socks on, all that shit. I never wore a bow tie. I never wore a bow tie. Not until, the only time I wore a bow tie was if I worked night shift. I thought that was, I thought day shift should be informal. A little more casual. Well, casual. It, Strip club bouncer wear was no bow tie. Right. I, open, I, open collar like yeah. that? Yeah. Open button. And I've always believed that um, the statements you make when you don't wear a collar, I mean, when you don't wear a tie and, and you wear an open collar is, I don't work for anyone. Like, nobody tells me what to do. And... Absolutely. Wesley said that's not, it's it's on your this 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 week's uh, episode of Your Honor, and I watched him say that, and I said to myself, "Wow," because I I really struggled with the Hall of Fame to wear a tie, mm. but I thought, out of respect to the fucking the guys that that I worked with, and out of respect for the um. Like so many of my friends that that I've lost, do you know? Like Scott's one year anniversary of his death is in. Like what is today? We're taping on the eighth, 
So yeah, it's the 14th. He passed him. I'm pretty sure it was the 14th. Was there a coma? Yeah. So it's going to be a year, and it's just like wow. And it seems like like four 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 or five months to me. And I guess because oh. I like I I spent so much time with Scott. It's like so many things that I think about or do like automatically connect me. Like they'll tell they'll there'll be a story on the news and they'll be in 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 some in Wichita and all of a sudden it's just like a story will come in my mind of me and Scott in Wichita. And it's like that all of the time and, and on a daily basis. Something comes up, a song comes on the radio, and it's just like and then today is all is my it's um twenty weeks that T's passed. You know, so it's like fuck. And that that still feels like I mean, you know, it feels like I just took my hand off the fucking uh the stove. I mean you never have a year like this again. Yeah. But I did buy fucking a couple of hundred thousand dollars worth of Berkshire Hathaway today, so I think I got it at three ten a share. So that was a that that was a uh, very mature move to actually take some fucking cash and move it around and say, All right, let's let's get back on the fucking let's get back on things, sir. Let's not let's not leave any fucking money on the table here. Right. Um, so let's get to another, uh, let's get to another possible misconception. So power plant, we've uh, dispelled that one. Um, the order of things in your basketball career sometimes gets jumbled. For example, um, that you played basketball and then went to the army. Yeah, no. Okay. I, I, I smacked my coach at the university of Tennessee Went to fucking uh, Tennessee Tech so I could stay close to my girlfriend at the time. Um, never played a fucking second there. Got in a bunch of fucking trouble. Just left school. Um, went back to Knoxville. Hung around there. Fucked around for a couple of months. And got in some more trouble. And then it was just like, um, I needed to join. I joined the Army. What like, trouble are you getting into, for God's sakes? Y- young, young. I mean, I got, a, I got, I mean, I had, I had a. Well, I wasn't successful because I got kicked out of school. I wasn't playing ball at the time. It wasn't like I was going to get, you know, I, I might have got, I don't know. I I was just fucking, I was just, I was just doing my fucking, I, I'm a gangster fucking period of my life. And I got, I got fucking caught with a gun. Caught with a gun, which wasn't cool. And um, I just needed to get, so I went to, I ended up going back home to Detroit. But while I, went, while I was in Knoxville, I, uh, I enlisted. I went and saw Stripes with a buddy of mine, and we got out of there. We were fucking. I mean, we were clam baked. And I said, "Fuck!" I said, "Tomorrow I'm going to go join the army." He said, "Yeah, me too." I went down to the fucking enlisting thing, and the guy says, "You're too tall." He said, "But I'll, I'll go ahead and let you take the test." So I took the test, and I crushed the test. So they when I, they saw my test scores, they were like. Ah, fuck, you can do something. 
So I got a colonel to fucking give me a waiver on my height. We need to contact Bill Murray and find out if ever in the history of civilization the movie Stripes made anyone else in the list if he's ever heard or been told that had by to, anyone. Man. Can't be the only fucking I can't be the only clear. Did you think the cute the cute MP girls would be uh No, it was PJ Soul, Soul, Soul is that her name? I think it is actually, yes. Yeah. And the other one was the one that turned batshit crazy that showed up like wanna be catwoman. Oh what uh Sean Sean Young? Pretty sure. Oh. Wow, I didn't even realize that at the time. <laughs> I, okay, so you I, couldn't I, I maybe I, I, I may be mistaken. Someone will check that out and send us the thing probably. But uh so you um so okay, so so, so then I, I, the so, army, but so when I go, you played I, I, ball in Europe. Go ahead. So I go I go in the army and while I'm over in the army, um the base commander is just like he sees me and he's just like he stops me and he's in a car and you have to salute the car. Yeah, so we salute the car, the fucking back window goes down, and he says he said that you know, you know, whatever he called me like big fella or something like that. He said, uh, at ease, come over here. So I walked over to the car and bent my head down. He says, You play any ball? I said, Yeah. I said I, I said, I played. He said, Where'd you play at? I said, Tennessee. He says, Knoxville? I said, Yeah. He said, You play division one? He said, You play? I said, I started two years. He said to me, well, who's your, and I said, you know, Captain Bly gave all the information, and he basically said, you you need to be at Miller Hall. They got at practice tonight. So the the fifth core, the Geese and fifth core team, I was on that, and I started playing some ball around the area, Croftorf, got a couple other places, make a little coin, then I just, then I, Got a little little runsky, blew the knee out, mm. and so the army was actually like your hookup into professional basketball. My army was my hookup to like self discipline, to getting back into like I s- super trained. Now I started squatting again. It was like you know, I had, I had the perfect job. I worked I worked twenty four on and forty eight off, and all I had to do was stand in a fucking tower. Right. Talk on a squawk box with a bunch of other fucking douchebags. Stay awake. Killed the time, yeah. All right, another misconception, possible misconception. We'll see. Word on the street. If you're a promoter, Kevin Nash is very difficult to work with. Incorrect. If you're an idiot, I'm very difficult to fucking to deal with. If Explain. you are, if you're an intelligent human being that is organized as you should be, if you are running a show or an event, and there are specific people want to always um, give me a contract, it's like no, I'm the ba- the the venue doesn't give. Aerosmith a contract. You fucking 
we send you our rider and you fucking make sure there's green M&Ms for fucking Steven Tyler. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. It goes the other way. And I'll do a real simple on a one-page deal memo, but I expect if if payment is supposed to be the minute I fucking get to baggage claim, that's when payment is. Not when we get out to your fucking shitty, dirty Camry, you know, with a fucking gray door and a white car. Like, no, that's not when... Now, now I don't want to play. Now you've now you've got difficult Nash because you've already fucking all you need to do. It was just like those fucking assholes in Tulsa. If you can't fucking come to the realization that a six foot ten, three hundred and ten pound man needs to sit in a first class seat, and when he says no bulkhead aisle. And you don't understand what bulkhead is. I'll fucking let you slide on that. But then you fucking book me in coach window seats. You are a fucking idiot. And I'm supposed to now give you my fucking body for 59 hours till I get back on that plane and sit on the fucking window next to somebody with fucking, you know, psoriasis or some other fucking skin disease with, with, there's no way I can't fucking be in their lap. Like, you motherfucker, like, you you fucked up. You fucked up the minute I got off the plane. I'm not a prima donna fucking man. It, all I want to do is, boom, s- segment one. I am fucking financially taken care of. Now, where are we going? I've already got the information. You told me the fucking place had a restaurant. Like, I'll land late, and I'll, I'll, I, I had a guy fucking in Cincinnati that came up. I, I called him. I said, dude, I'm getting in. I'm fly- I am I was flying to Dayton, but I was signing in Cincinnati, but it made it easier for him to pick me up because he lived in Dayton. And I told him, I said, all I fucking want is to be able to get something to fucking eat when I get in because, you know, Atlanta Airport fucking... They close their food closes down at nine o'clock now, you know. So fucking, you know. I, what time are you landing in Ohio? I was land. I I, I want to think I was getting like wheels down was eleven fifty five, but it ended up being twelve fifteen. So I mean, at, at this point, like I'll eat Taco Bell. I just want to. There's nothing. He fucking. I get. I get in his pickup truck. And we, t- we we start driving, and the next thing you know, we're on the interstate. And I said, dude, where are we going to eat at? He goes, oh, there's nothing open. I'm like, he said, yeah. He says, uh, he says, well, there might be something by the hotel. It's 30 minutes to the fucking hotel. And, I mean, it. Now all you've done is taken any place that was open and shut it down. Mm. And I was just, that's it. It's, it's like you're not going to recover from that. They didn't read the rider, clearly. Did, no. did they at least read the no, no one with psoriasis near Nash part of the rider correctly for the flight? You can sit in first class with it. You just can't sit in my lap with it. Okay. 
Not that there's anything wrong with it. So did we disprove that you're difficult to work with, with, with the explanation? Because I'm not I'm not difficult to work with if you're not a fucking if you're not an asshole, right? That was a stupid asshole. A stupid asshole. Wow. You can be you can be an asshole. I'll be an asshole That's back. True. Right. I don't have a problem with that. As long like, as you got your food, you didn't care if the guy was an asshole. If you like, were fed. working with, working with Eric, working with Eric Sims, he's gonna fucking he's gonna he's gonna try to to to, to push the envelope on. Making a, a a fifteen minute drive into a fucking a three hour window for for you know for the travel, I'm just I'm I'm he's 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 not stupid because he lives there. He knows that there there is a one in a million chance that a fucking you know seven forty seven might land on the fucking Barzano Bridge. We might have to take a fucking roundabout way. So you're saying he's bringing you in way, way too early. He's leaving a three-hour gap for error oh, I to said, get you know, 15 minutes. He said, we'll leave. We'll leave. I'll see you tomorrow. Like he, he'll drop me off. He said, I'll see you tomorrow at 11. I'm like, what time is there for what? And I'm, I'm Googling it, looking at it, going, okay, I know it's nighttime now, so it's going to be different. It's, it's saying 37 minutes. Like I'm like, I said, I'm, nah, that's that's too early. And then he, you know, he's going he's gonna to show up anyway, and then I'm just not going to come down. I'm not going to answer my phone. And then. When I come down, it's just that then we fucking make the game. Yeah, and that's why when I booked through Eric, I loved it. I knew my guys were going to be. You're reliable, but some guys need three hours because they get lost. Uh, I was. I, I mean, I, I, I. You should be able to answer that question more than anybody because I, I worked with you. I know. Fucking, I, I. We had never met before. We we worked together. We were absolutely. Was I wasn't a dick? It wasn't. No, I, I always uh, I had a fine experience, but again, you know, I had we had our shit. Well, together, yeah, so, and you, you also know. fucking have about a hundred and forty IQ, hundred fifty IQ. So, I mean, you're fucking, you're 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 bright. You're fucking you're 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 intelligent. You're you're conversational. You're fucking well read. How am I not going to get along with you? Well, I wasn't just talking for myself. I'm just talking about the well, word on the street. Word on word on the street is how many motherfuckers are out there that are are like fucking our gang. Hey, what do you do? What do you think of promotion? I love wrestling. I got no fucking most of them. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden it's just like, well, fuck! I thought we'd draw fucking four thousand people. Mike, they don't draw 4,000 people in the WWE for house shows, you stupid motherfucker. You were counting on that to pay everybody, you dummy. You wonder why I get my shit when I get off the plane? All right, another another possible misconception here. <clears throat> you led a click strike in Indianapolis where you almost held up the show. Uh, it, it was a... It was... It was a joint voted... Um, it was my, the League it was, of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Scott, Kevin, and Sean, and Sean, Sean, and Sean got together. Yeah, and we and we told Hunter to sit it out because he was he was he was too no, he was too new to take the fucking heat. We knew we, there was a, a chance that this thing could go fucking. You know what? That's I never heard that part of. I heard this story. I didn't know that. So Paul was excluded from being able to catch the shrapnel from yeah uh, that's from the but, company. 
and you know, and see that those are the things, man. It's the buddy system shit like that. Like he's like, no, he's like, and we're like, no. <clears throat> it's not like you're you're undefeated right now. I said, oh, I mean, it's like lo and behold, when when it, when the time came and we did the curtain call, what'd they do? They fucking beat him at fucking yeah. WrestleMania with the with Warrior in fucking a minute. So what that that we all know that's the you know, that's the way you, shit goes in that What was the uh what was the beef uh why you guys weren't gonna work? It was there were just so many it was there was there was fractions and there was there was um Was it that your ad free shows weren't being paid enough so you guys weren't gonna go out? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you, if you really want to equate it to like something like that is in our lives every day now, mm. yeah, we, we, we kind of, it was just one of those things where it was just like shit was getting fucked up, and we had a we had a very clear um, idea where, where things should go, and we had all the fucking we had all the championships. It wasn't like it wasn't like they, they, the, the office was disagreeing with. Well, let me just stop you from when you said the way things are going. Do you mean specifically to your angles, you and Sean's angles, or company, company wide? Company wide. Okay. Company wide, there was, there was, there was, there were guys that were had, for some reason, they weren't using Bam Bam, and Bam Bam could fucking go, and Bam Bam needed to be up a tier, and. They because they they went they Vince got the list and went down the talent and he would say what do you think about him and we would all four give our opinion I remember fucking when Bam Bam's name come up the first one to say something was Scott Hall and Scott said that motherfucker man he said he can't ride with me he said but that motherfucker can play on my team because that motherfucker can work he can go. And Bam Bam was always under the impression that fucking the click, he had heat with us. And I was like, fuck no, man. Work. And you fucking like, and you like doing this shit. Hmm. So. So stuff like that. So your opinions yeah. weren't being heated. We just wanted to fucking just clear the air on where we thought things should go. And. There was, I mean, there was some pay, some shit that was, you know, pay related. I'm sure money had to be the, a part the, well, of it. it well, of course just be it was. Direction of the company, and it, and it was more the length it took to get paid. You know, it wasn't like you got paid every two fucking weeks. You got a check when you got a check. It was fucking. It was brutal. I know the feeling. Um, so well, let me ask you this. I wouldn't be doing my job if I wasn't devil's advocate. Do you have a right to talk about decisions being made in the company outside of decisions being made with your character? Does the star of Magic Mike necessarily have the right to talk to the studio head and say, you know, this other production you're working on, I'm not so happy with who you got as the lead. Well, if, if, Somehow Magic Mike was intertwined in that other production, yeah. 
because it's our, our shit's not is not singled out. Our shit's going to lead to the next angle, which is going to lead basically what, what our shit is is one is one one or two chapters in the book. And if you're if you're writing towards WrestleMania, each chapter needs to be precise, and everybody needs to be on the same page of where the fuck everybody's going, so we can all get there as creatively and as efficiently as possible. Mm. And and that only happens if you plan broader scope than a fucking legal pad uh, a, a month ahead of. Okay. Um. Just I- again. Just my opinion. How does Vince receive this at the uh, meeting? He did get on a plane to meet you guys. It wasn't doing it like a gun to his head, man. We just was, fuck, man. If if you were running a company. And somebody, and my top stars say they're not going to work, that's a gun to my head. Oh, we just said, fuck, man. It's like this, we got to do something, man. We just said it didn't work. We didn't say we weren't working. We just said, what's going on ain't working. So. You never implied that you would. Why would we say that when you can just go, ow, my back? No. Um, no, there was there was no guaranteed money, man. But by yeah. us, I mean, all, all we were doing is fucking shooting ourselves in the foot if we weren't going to work. If, we, if you didn't work, you didn't get paid. Mm-hmm. And we're out there anyway. And we're paying for that fucking, we're paying for that hotel. So that's out of our pocket. That ain't that ain't out of their fucking. That rental car, that rental car out there that we're fucking be driving to Columbus to, that's ours. The gas is ours. Correct. That fucking the company didn't pay shit. So yeah, I think I do have a fucking say so. Very good. Um, I've heard that Jr. discovered you at the Cheetah Club. We. Definitely met the Cheetah Club, but um, did he encourage Barry, you to get into wrestling? No, because Barry, Barry Wyndham was the one that got me into wrestling. Where Jr. really helped me out is, is when I finally did get into wrestling. Uh, Jr. had a, a radio show. It was on. It was out of Atlanta, but it was he. You know, Jim's fucking. Jim's really fucking good. He's 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 a. I've always wanted. If I had a match in my life, I've always wanted Jim to call it because Jim calls everything like sports, mm-hmm. you know. And he would he would he would talk sports, and I'm a I'm a huge sports guy, and um, I would go on his show, and I was an upcoming wrestler, and he asked me where I was from, and I'd I'd make up some name, and I'd be from Sheboygan. Michigan or some shit, and we just we just we just hash it out. But it give him somebody to have as a whole, as a guest that was just that was like a reoccurring fucking guy that, and we had we had good rapport and so. But when of course you know by him doing me a favor and I was working the cheetah, he'd come in and you know I'd make sure that he was uh, directed to you know to those that that, that were players. Right. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, obviously he sees you at the club. You're, you're a bit of a presence. You're tall. You're obviously fit. He probably assumed that you were using FitBod. And, of course, the irony is back then you couldn't have, right, because that app didn't exist. Apps didn't exist in 
Cell phones were certainly. I, I actually, I actually had the Fitbod Abacus. That's fantastic. Not, That's not tremendous. Known. Good for you. So you're able to kind of like sl- for each body part, you could slide if the value I'm, of shoulders and legs yeah. each day. Yeah. Right. Well, fortunately for you guys out there listening and watching, you do not have to do that. Okay, you can download the Fitbod app, and it is awesome. First of all, for me, I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not an athlete. I know the visual, the appearance might indicate otherwise, but I need ease of use when it comes to the gym, when it comes to workouts, the stuff I do here at home on the treadmill and with the free weights. Um, I need help. And that's what FitBod does. The ease of use of this app is unbelievable. Guys, download it and take a look at it. You're going to love it. First of all, put in your goals. Um, let FitBod design the workout program for you, okay? Because that's what's going to happen. Um, you're going to also be able to chart the progress as you go along, and it's dynamic. It'll change, okay? And it will continue. It's it's like having a, a an all-knowing personal trainer, and so far less expensive than that. I'll give you the details in a minute. But... Um, it's going to create a workout program. It's personalized to your goal, your fitness level, and your available equipment. Just put the information in, uh, tell it what you want out of it, and it's going to design this workout program. And it actually adapts as you improve. Okay, Start making progress towards your fitness goals today with 25% off a FitBod subscription. Okay, So keep your fitness habits rolling. Get your personalized workout from FitBod. Get 25% off your subscription and try the app free at fitbod.me slash click, K-L-I-Q. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash click. See what you've been missing, okay? You might be wasting time in a gym or you're just not getting the gains you want. You might have hit a plateau. This will get you over the edge. It is so easy to use. It's actually fun. It's kind of like a video game, but you're actually improving your health, your workouts. Fitbod.me slash click. Let's get back to some more misconceptions about you know, that, Kevin. I just want to go. But yeah. In case anybody has a, if this is this, that's a, it's great for either a, a power top or power bottom. The, the, the Fitbod. Yes. Doesn't matter what you are. No. You you'll get what you need. I don't know what where I would enter that in my FitBod app. Maybe they're adding it. Are you a power top? And then it changes the workout. Maybe for more uh you know, like more kind of push up position type stuff. Who knows? It could it could be uh, I would think you may be just be able to sense kinda maybe, like when, maybe. kinda like when you see that fucking the the, the uh animation. Opening. The opening, would, yeah. If if they don't get it from the type of workout you put in, it may lead to gay fantasy. Kevin, some people say you are just you were just in it for the money. No, I would say I wanted to be. I wanted to fame and money. Fame and money. Did you care about the overall sport when I when I when I first was started? When you were wrestling, 
I don't think there's anybody that's done that for six fucking months that continues to do it, doesn't fall in love with it, because it is fucking brutal. Would you do something for the money if it was bad for business? So broad, specific. Would you drop a strap to somebody you didn't think could carry the company if the payday was sizable enough? It wouldn't be be my decision. Either there's there's never been a a situation then where I manipulate price of what I've been for single match. To where I guess I'll do that for two hundred grand. Mm. Never been. It's um, I got paid the same on Wednesday when I was at home as I did on fucking Sunday when I was at a paper. Got paid X amount of dollars a month. All right, so maybe that was a bad example, but along those lines, is is money the only consideration, or is the greater good of the business ever brought? Uh, into scope. Well, I, you always want to fucking to me better the stronger you, you, you make the business the better you perform the more I mean nobody wants to watch bad television so that's I mean you know that so you, you want you go out to give them something that they want and if the numbers are uh, coincide with, with that that you're in the right direction then you you know, you push it, and if it's too much, I mean, you just you you can tell by by people watching it. Like obviously, last week people enjoyed last week's show more than they have the the few before that, and I think it was because I was stoned. See, but like a band might record a like a rock band record a, a shitty ballad that, that that their heart isn't in. Yeah, but they've and got, it's a and it's a hit. And they yeah, know. but they, they they also have you know they've got deadlines and you know you you, you know they, the old thing for because my son was a musician and, and I remember uh, I think maybe Bob Mould said it you have a lifetime to make your first album mm. you got sixteen fucking weeks to make that's what it's like come on yeah. you know it's like you know it's like, and that's the whole thing you got, you have a lifetime to to break in and then. Yeah, once you you know, once you get going, man, it's just like you're not gonna have five star. You're not gonna have five star matches every night, you know. It just and right. you can and you can't. It's like the NBA. Like you see now, how it's baseball pitching. It's everything. Everything is 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 on counts now. You know, like a guy doesn't fucking go out and you know, like you look at Bob Gibson and like. Just look at statistically Bob Gibson's 1968 year for the Cardinals. If there's anybody out there, just I, I'm not going to go through it because I'd, I'd have to be looking at it. It's it's unbelievable. He, the amount of wins he had and the amount of complete games he had. It's 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 so superhuman when you look at it in today's statistics. Yeah. And you know it's like people. Like it's hard for me. Like the Lakers have won the last three games; they've won them without LeBron. But it was, it's hard for me to. Like I, I'm a LeBron fan, so it's hard for me 
but they 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 actually picked up some 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 guys that can that can can drain it, and ads like picked up the slack, and you know, I'm hoping that they make the playoffs. I'm hoping that LeBron gets back, but you know, like before that, Browning was taking. You know, he had some problems with his ankle, and I think he was playing too much because he was ch- he was chasing that uh, the all time scoring record. So now he's, you know, so, but um, where, 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 where are we going? All around the world, brother, but I'm going to bring you back right now because I'm going to ask you the next misconception. All right. Were you responsible for the death of WCW? No. I didn't own, I didn't own AOL. Steve, bring up Chat GPT for a minute. I, I kind of Steve showed this to us a few weeks ago, and I kind of went down the rabbit hole for a minute here. This thing—it's like a, I don't know how to describe it. It's a—it's a brain. It's an all-knowing brain. Imagine you had a brain and a jar in your desk, and you could ask it anything, and it would spit back, back facts. So, um, let's type in: uh, Was Kevin Nash responsible for the death of WCW? Let's see what the uh, most intelligent app in the world says. Let's zoom in there. There's no clear consensus on who or what caused the demise of World Championship Wrestling, but is generally believed to have been the result of a combination of factors. While Kevin Nash, a former professional wrestler and member of the New World Order stable, was a prominent figure in WCW Dubin's final years, it would be inaccurate to attribute the company's downfall solely to him. Some wrestling fans and insiders have criticized Nash's booking decisions, creative input, during his time in WCW, particularly in his role of booking of the infamous Finger Poke of Doom. This thing's incredible. Didn't book it. Uh, right. See, now, now, see, errantly attributed to you the booking of the it. Finger Poke. What, 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 did that, what did that do for me? I was the hottest baby face in the territory, and six days later, I, I turn around and give the belt back to Hogan. So, but even computer bots know that you're not responsible for this. Um, but but there's I mean you were talking about we're doing a thing right now on misconceptions. Let's go through. Let's just go through this fucking three chapters and there's fucking probably nine in that. Let's see. Where are we here with the? Yes. Well, the right. Uh, right. See the so the finger poke booking the finger poke was the inaccuracy. According to me, people would say. That he single-handedly, according to me, and when you said that today, I just said no. So obviously not according to me. So that there's another misconception that well, it's, I, it's according to Nash. People say that yeah, he's people would say. I did see on the special on the NWO special, you did mention to the interviewer that you've read uh, accounts where people do attribute the finger poke of doom. Maybe not you specifically, but the finger poke of doom. And then I said, but if you if you look back at that eight the eight, eight weeks after that, we never lost the WWE. And somebody on on comments said that's bullshit. But if it, I want somebody to to pull it up, pull up the eight week ratings after the finger poke of doom, Google it, pull it up, look at the numbers. And that's easy enough to do. Numbers don't do fucking that. lie. You can do you can do that. And if you're fucking bored while you're doing it, I'll come over and I'll fucking teabag you. Drop those fucking 
Drop those fucking lemons right down your fucking gullet. Boy, there's an incentive. Yeah, drop, drop. Let me pull up Google. Drop, 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 drop those lemons right down your gullet. You can, if you want to, you can say you're fucking detoxing your liver. Don't give a fuck. Will you polish with Clubman before, perhaps, so that no, because that's know that they're... that's gonna get that's gonna turn into like fucking if you when you were a kid and, and somebody would give you one of those malted milk balls you never had one before. They said you. Oh, the texture. It, yeah. They would say suck it, and you the fucking all of a sudden the chocolate would wear off one side, and you get that malt. You're like, what the fuck is this? Like, no, oh, bitch, I gotta crunch those motherfuckers. I'll tell you, I don't want your whoppers balls or a whopper in my mouth right now. Wh- but- whoppers, whoppers, malted milk balls. I remember the f- them. And the fucking half gallon fucking uh, gimmick. Milk with the uh, with the no, it, the, they, the, the oh the, the box it would come yeah in, like with the bend yeah with the, with the bendy with top the, yeah right. it looked like you look like you pour milk but you had to and every once in a while you get one of those whoppers that was soft it was almost like a fucking milk dud like you'd be chewing them and you hit one and be like oh sweet like those were the ones that were like were like factory errors like uh, one that didn't get. Um, Dehydrated I totally. I don't know what they were, but they were fucking. They they were like little treats. Well, I'll tell you what they weren't healthy. And uh, factor is what you should be considering if you want to eat healthy. Um, uh, here we go, guys. It is spring. It's time to think about these things. We're going to be in our bathing suits soon. You may want to think about nutrition. Um, chef prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to do list. You can look and feel your best in time for that warmer weather with calorie smart meals, about 550 or less in calories. Um, if you're too busy to cook with Factor, you skip the trip to the grocery store, skip the chopping, prepping, cleaning up. They're fresh, never frozen. Meals are ready in two minutes. Okay, just heat them and enjoy them. This is the dream. This is what I need. I don't have time to be preparing anything. They come, they're ready, they're not frozen. They're ready to rock. They have delicious flavor-packed meals, help you live. You might be on a keto diet. You're covered. Vegan, covered. Calorie-smart, protein-plus options. You select that all on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs, approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to stay satisfied all day long. 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options. 34 a week. Okay? There's always something new to try. Enjoy meals any time of the day. Breakfast options like egg bites, smoothies, and more. I actually had like eight of their smoothies. I mean, they were delicious. So cut back on the takeout. No matter how you're eating, Factor's ready for you. And here's the big jammy, guys. Um, head over there, factormeals.com slash nash50. You know why the 50? Because, God damn it, you're getting 50% off your first box. That's code NASH50 at factormeals.com slash NASH50. Get 50% off your first box. We're back. Hashtag Ask Nash. This is uh, where you get access to Kevin. Uh, Kevin's an open book. Shares everything. Share from his liver cleanse, which is currently happening. Yes, yes currently on a liver cleanse. I haven't drank since my wife's birthday celebration uh somebody somebody was I, I read the comments i went through the comments and somebody was you know i had to immediately go to rehab and 
There was a very long post uh, concerned about your. Yeah, you know, they were concerned about my. I, I said I told the person thank you very much. It's just but, you know, like if I have to fucking go to the old uh, Billy Jack Hayes talking to Scott Hall. Scott says, "How do I break in?" And he looks at back at Scott and he says, "Takes a special breed, son. Takes a special breed." Scott walked away because Billy Jack fucking had that hairy chest and those big fucking arms. Like he was one of the first, you know, he was, you know, he looked different than the rest of the motherfuckers. And um, plus Billy Jack was a badass uh, character in the movies. Yes. So um, that always stuck in Scott. And I, and I just say it's the same thing. It's just like, you know, for a lot of people to consume three bottles of wine in the course of an evening is inconceivable. But right. for you know, but for me, it's just like if it's good wine, number one, mm. you know, um, if I'm hydrated, if especially if I've had sixteen ounces of Wagyu fucking red meat jammed in my fucking gut, you know, so it's like and a and a half a baked potato and a wedge of salad, and it's like I would say. I'm, I, I I never get intoxicated. I just stayed I just stayed up and talked to to uh to Pac all night. You know, we just we we have we, we just haven't caught up, you know, and he's like me. He's he, you know, there's there's no time there's nothing worse than fucking having a conversation with somebody at nighttime and they're fucking trying to wrap you up. Because then it's just like, all right, I called you I'm returning your call, and now you're trying to wrap me up. So, bitch, don't expect my fucking ass to call you again. Because if you, if, if I didn't realize you're fucking, you were reaching out because you're fucking going through some fucking book and checking the list and, and checking it twice to fucking make sure you got your fucking buddy system going. Like, fuck you. You, you don't want to talk fucking nonsense with me? Like, I'm, I'm fucking stoned, okay? Well, he certainly didn't wrap you up. Uh, no, he fell asleep. Oh, did he? Because he texted me the next day, and he, I, he said, "Fuck!" He said, "I looked at my phone. I fell asleep at six at six oh eight, which is is nine oh eight my time." He said, "We talked for over six hours," and I said, "Yeah, I know." He goes, "Wow." I said, "Obviously, we had some catching up to do." Yeah. Well, that's good. Listen, sometimes I mean, you don't realize I, how long you're wrapping you know, and it, somebody. And it was one of those deals where we 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 just kind of peeled back the onion a little bit on Scott, and mm. you know, it's been it's getting close, and it's just so. Then on top of all that, so this week, I, I, I for my financial guy, I get this um, very stately looking uh, envelope. This is Kevin and Tamara Nash retirement plan, and it. All of our finances, because everything's now been meshed together since uh, T's passed. So now it's it's me and it's me and, and Tamara, mm -hmm. and so it, it's like has your like if you live to ninety is what me to ninety and Tamara to ninety is what the, the funding is. And it shows how much you know we we get. 
And it's, it's you know, it, it starts like it started, it was calculated when I turned 62. And I'll, I'll be 64 in July. And I, I just, I just haven't touched it. And it's like, you know, there's all the, the difference. Like if I wait till I'm 70 to take Social Security, um, it's like a difference of six or 700 bucks a month, which in my tax, like with what the assets I have, like I probably need to grab that shit like tomorrow mm. to make sure I get, you know, like my, 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 my cut before, you know, somebody decides that so, I think social security is out the window yeah. and, and Medicare yeah, mm-hmm. and Medicare out the window. So. All right, uh, Lucifer three fifteen. If WWE ever brings back Legends House, would Big Kev be interested in living with some other legends, and who would be in the house? I could name the people that have been in my house on fucking two hands. No, couldn't couldn't live with another worker, much less six other workers. Couldn't I couldn't fucking couldn't fucking have my shit. No. Didn't have my shit just I give my up my privacy. What well, how much do they pay him? No. I don't fucking know. what seven mil? Doubt it. Right. I do seven million dollars for fucking eight weeks. Well, there's the price out there if you guys were considering another legend. And I, I I know I'd actually do it for, for for seven weeks, I'd do it for fucking two million. Seems reasonable. Uh, Tony says, Kev, I love watching college and NBA basketball, but I can't figure out the possession arrow in college basketball. Who determines which way the arrow goes? Why don't they just do a jump ball when there's a tie-up? Love the podcast. That's why they have the possession arrow, because it slows the, the jumps, slow the game down, and the ability of, of the referees to actually do a correct jump ball, put it at the right height, is non-existent so what happens is you do a jump to start the game and then from there it's alternate possessions so if it's off so if we win the opening jump then the next time there's a there's a jump ball the other team gets it and then it goes and the arrow goes back and forth okay got it uh david van boglin kevin i'm going to give you five names and you give me the first thing you think of. Undertaker. Huge pop. Jake Roberts. He's got some kind of respiratory disease and he's chain smoking like a motherfucker. Arn Anderson. My spot. My spot? Owen Hart. Ribster. Sean Oliver. Selfish lover. David Jordan asks, Hey, Big Kev, what's the worst hotel you stayed at in your first WCW run? Me and fucking... It was a game that me and uh, Stone Cold used to play. And we've... It was like somebody's Christmas tree motel in Tennessee it was, I think it was outside of Knoxville, but it was a Christmas. I, I know what fucking, we paid less than 20 bucks for the room. 
There was a couple. Of, there was one in Memphis we stayed at that was like, there was gunshots at night. There was a, a beach hotel in the outskirts of Myrtle Beach that had like crank windows and no air. I mean, it, it, we've stayed at some fucking, we've stayed at some choice motherfucking places. I bet. We didn't give a fuck. Uh, Mark Caps, I know you're a newsman. So who are your favorite news personalities? I would pick Cronkite, Murrow, and Daly. How about yours? I know you've mentioned Cronkite. Um, bro, I think Brokaw. I was just going to say, where do you stand on Brokaw? Definitely Brokaw. Rather. Um, Brian Williams? I, I, liked, I liked Brian. I liked Lester Holt. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Wolf Blitzer's fucking. I think he's yeah, been. I, like I mean, he's been around since the fucking the first the first goal, sitting in there fucking. Yeah, they were. I mean, that made him man. Yeah, that coverage yeah. of that war. Yeah, no, I mean, just I. Uh, that uh, Christine Ampur is what Amanpour. Yeah. I think she's a. I think she's a really good journalist. Okay. Evil Beave, Kev, you create your own music festival called uh, Kevapalooza. It's two days with four bands playing each day. Give us your lineup for bands each day from headliners to opening acts. You don't have to give us all of them, but who would you need on Kevapalooza? Uh, what is my what is my goal? Is my goal to make money? Well, it's it's a festival bearing your name, so you need to give the stamp of approval to these groups. Who are your headliners? You could probably pick the three headler, headliners, one each day. Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and I don't know who the fuck, some some country motherfucker that plays a guitar. Chapman? Is Chapman hot? Would you... Because you want to listen to that music, or, or we're just talking about uh No, I want to ask the seats. I right. want to ask... I'm thinking about running it at the Speedway in Daytona Beach. So, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, I got, I've got a limited demographic. Pearl Jam? Uh... Oh, I mean, now, if it's, if it's, if the only person, if it, like when uh, Hunter had his 50th and he had, you know, a, a really good cover band and then he had like Fogarty and, and the and the cat from uh, ZZ Top, Billy Gibbons. Yeah, oh. and um, like Pearl Jam's one of my favorites by by far. Uh, Foo Fighters. Um, I'd have to have the Isley Brothers. Like the Isley Brothers would definitely have to have the Isley Brothers. Today, how would they how would they sound? Uh, uh, Fucking good, man. Yeah? They, 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 shit, yeah. Something about that, that 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 of all the guitar in the world, there's just that Isley sound that wow wow wow. Who's that lady? Who's that lady? Beautiful lady. I think I think Isley's got a great I mean, I just think that they're fucking and then and I would bring Sade, even though she's yeah, you would. It's a smooth. She's a smooth criminal. 
Boy, when the two of us start singing fucking Who's That Lady, you know we've been on two hours and 27 fucking minutes, and it's time to tell everyone that Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with Podcast Heat, created by Tristan Nash, Kevin Nash, and Sean Oliver, produced by Steve Kaufman, graphics by Dominic D'Angelo, title sequence and audio edit by Wesley Burleson, theme song by Dale Oliver, technical research by Tristan Nash, copyright 2023, Butch and Sundance Media. Kev, do you want to do another one? Yeah, and let's not fuck the play out this time. Did we do that last time? Yeah, fuck the play out. Okay. Well, get on that, motherfuckers. Never.